first reading and the Gospel of today speak of a very special relationship. The relationship that exists between the prophets, the, the men and women of God, and the families who receive them. More precisely, it speaks of this symbiotic relationship. You know, in nature you have organisms that, because of being together, they um, benefit from each other. Sim comes from the Greek uh, together and bios comes from the Greek life. So symbiotic means life working together. Two organisms, two bodies, that when they are together, they work better. In also in more in the world of business is a positive synergy as well. So first you have the story of the religion, the prophet, who is welcomed by this couple who when they invite the prophet for dinner, they realize he has no place to stay. So the first reading is very precise. They prepare a room for him with a table, with a lamp and a chair. And they invite him to stay. So Elisha is thankful and grateful for this couple. And he's so grateful for their hospitality that he says, what can I do for you? And he realizes they cannot have children. So he says, next year when I come back, you will have one, you will be expecting your first son. And that's where the reading ends. But if you keep reading, well, the boy is born, but this is kind of a sad part, but the boy dies. But then Elisa raises him up. That's why you should put some emotion there, like maybe you say, oh, no, but the boy rises great. So two miracles. So you see this beautiful relationship, this symbiotic relationship, this synergetic relationship. Elisha is benefited by their hospitality and their friendship and their support, and they are strengthened in their faith by the presence of the prophet. And they even receive these two miracles, the miracle of her bearing fruits and then the boy being raised in the Gospel we find a similar idea. Jesus sends the disciples to evangelize in Matthew 10. This is a whole missionary discourse where Jesus gives the know-how to his apostles of how to evangelize. If you go back to the beginning of this Gospel, Jesus says to the twelve, when you go to a city, go and find the best hotel. No, he didn't say that. I don't know if you laugh or not with the mask, but he says, when you go to a city, find a place, find a home, find a family that welcomes you. You need to rely on the hospitality of families. You cannot be self-sufficient. But, Jesus tells them, know that those who welcome you will be rewarded. Whoever receives you, receives me. And whoever receives me, receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet, because he's a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. 
So here you see this blessing that those who receive the abundance will receive. Whoever receives you, receives me. When you enter their homes in your life, will be represented my life. When you enter those homes, I will enter to those homes through you. And picture this first mission of St. Peter, for example. He goes to a home, knocks the door, says, Can I come in? And you're there and says, Do you have a mask? He says, Yes, I have one. Okay, come in, Peter. And then you see the table, and Peter shares about Jesus. Yesterday he did this miracle, and last week he preached in the Sermon of the Mountain, and the week before he walked on water. And as you listen, your faith begins to grow. You welcome the prophet, but in welcoming the prophet, your faith is strengthened, and you receive the reward of the prophet, a new faith, a stronger faith. But also, the prophets, the disciples, are blessed. One, because they have a place to stay. Two, because they have an audience. Three, because they have new friendships. And four, Jesus says, when they come, he's now addressing the community, give them a glass of water to drink. So share from your resources so they can continue their mission. They might be coming from a long trip in a very hot day. Give them he doesn't say just a glass of water. He says a cold glass of water. Make sure it is cold. So Jesus is saying the people who welcome you will be strengthened, but you will also be strengthened by their hospitality, by their resources, by the support they share with you. Again, you see this symbiotic relationship, this win-win relationship between the prophets the men and women of God and the families who welcome them. And this relationship between the prophet and the people of God reflects this beautiful interaction that we have in the Catholic Church between the priests, the bishops, the Pope, the sisters, monks, what we call the consecrated life, and the laity. This reading says, illuminate this beautiful symbiotic relationship, this win-win relationship of mutual support, mutual collaboration between the priest and the laity. In Catholic theology, we believe not in the either-or mentality, but the both-and. The either-or will be, is all the work of the priest, and that ends in clericalism. Or it would be all the work of the laity, and there would be more like a Protestant movement. In Catholic faith, we believe that both are important: the priest and consecrated life and the laity. The priest they exist to sanctify the laity. The main role of a priest is to pray and to work for the sanctification of the laity, so the laity can in turn sanctify the world. But they both work together in collaboration. There is one mission of Christ 
carried out by these two groups in the church. And I think these readings are providential because this relationship between the priest and the lay is so important, but it has been damaged in the last two years. When you think first, the sectary scandal that happened in the last two years, this brought a lot of distrust and doubt from the priesthood. Many people even left the church, and many people still doubt in the priesthood. And then, with all the COVID things, like one physically distant, the people of God and the priests, they are separated physically. When you are at Mass, not so much, at least six feet, but not so much. And people cannot even come to Mass. And then, even with the bishops, many lay people are questioning some of their decisions. And it's true that you can disagree in many things. But we need to try to give the benefit of the doubt. And in, at least pray for them. And at least in our hearts, be supportive. Because that relationship between shepherd and sheep is essential. So we run the risk of being separated, and that's not good. So these readings, they remind us of this call to unity between the sheep and the shepherd, the prophets and the people of God. And when this happens, it's a very beautiful uh, synergy that is produced. So two questions maybe to apply this principle, this gospel, one, what is your glass of water? Jesus says, give them a glass of water. This means, what are the resources you can share with the shepherds and with the church so the mission of Christ is accomplished? This could be your time, your skills, talents, your affection, your friendship. In this, I'm not just like, saying something so you give me a glass of water or so you help me more or you bring me a cheesecake after this mass, no, like it's just to say on my side I experienced so much breakthrough in the sense of society in St. Michael's so many people that make this mission possible just think of this mass the live stream, the camera, the music the readers, the lights and so on and so forth. In these last months, so many people bring me meals and so on. It's not like asking for more. Just express one, I'm so grateful for that glass of water. And two, well, how can you share more with the shepherds of the church? How can you support them more? Through your prayers, through your support, especially through your skills. The second question. Who are your prophets? This reading says that when you welcome the prophets, the men and women of God into your home, your faith is strengthened. And we need this. We need to receive the support and the assistance of men and women who are strong in their faith. Either alive or dead. Some prophets are alive, those holy men and women who you see their lives, they're so inspiring. 
And some are dead, like the saints, but the true prophets of God. And you need to be in relationship with them. You need to welcome them into your life. You need to pray to them. You need to read their readings so your faith is strengthened. I am now reading the life of Sor Faustina, the diary that tells the story of the Divine Mercy Demons in Poland in the 1928. This is kind of a brick. I just started like less than 10%. But it's so encouraging, so strengthening for your faith. Just read a section 10 15 minutes every day, and after I read it, I say, Welcome in to my house. Welcome Peter into my house. My faith is strengthened. So be in relationship with living or dead prophets. Dead in our eyes because for God they are alive. They are real. They are with us. You should read the life of the saints, their readings. Every year read at least one book of the saints so your faith is strengthened. So let us pray for this grace that is massive through this reading. In a world that is very confused and that is also trying to divide the church from within, let us stay together. Let us pray for one another. Pray for your shepherds, your bishops, the Pope, your priests. Welcome them into your home. Offer your friendship, your glass of water. Welcome them so you are strengthened by their testimony. And in this way, the church will be more united to proclaim the kingdom of Christ today. That's what we need. A church that is united from within to better face the world outside.